I'm excited to be able to tell you about units of study and reading and kind of walk you through all that's there for you. Um, and the first thing that I want to say is that, um, of course, there's a book called Guide to a Reading Workshop, and this will overview the reading workshop for you, and it'll, it'll um, make sure that you understand the essential methods that will inform your teaching. So um, in, the, in the Guide to a Reading Workshop, there is a, a, a chapter on conferring and small group work um, to support readers. Um, there's a chapter on assessing readers and tracking their development and using data to inform your instruction. There's a chapter on the methods that are important in uh, leading effective mini lessons. Um, how can you explicitly teach the skills of, of powerful reading? Um, and then, of course, there's, there's chapters on what are the skills of, of, of powerful reading? Um, what is it that proficient readers do that we need to be able to teach all kids? Um, uh, and um, all of the other you know, main questions that you'll ask about um, methods of teaching reading are there in the guidebook, including what, what do I do to support struggling readers and um, things like that. Um, the guidebook is deliberately lean um, and meant to not overwhelm you, but to um, enable you to, to um, get the, the essence of, of all of these um, methods and this content. Um, because in fact, the books itself provide um, the sort of illustration of them. So there's the guide. And then there are um, four units of study books. And, um, if you know the series, um, the units of study in writing, the units of study in reading are, are the books themselves are patterned exactly after the units in writing. Um, the first one uh, is, is um, a book which really helps you to launch the reading workshop and to teach readers um, those essential skills that, that um, are so foundational that you really need to address them in September. So the first book, um, uh, teaches readers how to read with stamina, how to monitor for sense, um, how to do the kind of retelling that shows a basic level comprehension. Um, it g helps you to assess all your readers, to match them to books, to help them to begin all the rituals of taking books between home and school, of keeping logs of their reading. Um, all of that is contained in, in book one. But I think the challenge of book one is that there's a lot of, of really essential work that you as a teacher have to accomplish, but you also want to do it in a way that inspires kids and makes them see themselves as, as readers and feel that they're, they're authoring lives as readers and that they're part of a, a whole community of practice, that, that this year is going to be different than any other year and that, that um, this year reading may in fact be the best thing that they've ever done. Um, so that book is um, has a whole lot of very practical work that it has to do um, in terms of helping you with, with classroom management and with getting your methods going, getting the kids assessed, getting um, the, all of them uh, going on their sort of trajectory as readers. Um, and then it, it, it also does this inspirational work. The um, next unit of study book um, is a book on character. And um, of course, character is one of the most um, most important things for a reader of, of a fiction text to be thinking about. Pretty much all of us, when we read fiction, we're thinking about character. Um, so it's a, it's a book on character, but it's, it's really, um, the kids think of it as a unit on character. But for you as a teacher, what you know is that you're really following character into higher level comprehension. And that's really what this second book is, is about. Um, and specifically, um, you'll see that it helps you to teach um, three different um, main reading skills. So first of all, it helps you to teach envisionment um, and as sort of an extension of envisionment prediction. Um, what I have come to believe is that so often we, 
we think that some kids are kind of born as readers, and those are the kids who just like nose in the book readers, and they're you know they're always just you can't take them away from books. Um, and we kind of think that I think as teachers we sometimes think that's like in their DNA or something that they just come to us that way. Um, and what this book sets out to do is to help you as a teacher to. Um, challenge that notion that some kids are born readers and some aren't, um, and to in fact make, do everything you possibly can to um, help all of your readers to be nose-in-the-book readers who read, um, envisioning, and, and on the edge of their seat, predicting. Um, the other thing that it does is it takes envisionment and prediction and really sort of talks about these as skills that um, and that, that unroll across a trajectory. There's like ways of being a, a novice predictor, an intermediate predictor, and an advanced predictor. Um, and so you'll, you'll see um, prediction and envisionment, and really, in fact, all of the skills that the books address, you'll see them kind of concretely laid out so that you have a sense of um, what are the real specifics that you can be teaching to, to move kids from where they are to, to where you want to take them. So the first half of the book begins, the character book begins with teaching envisionment and, and prediction. Um, and then the book makes a real turn um, and, and tackles, instead of nose in the book reading, kind of lost in the story reading, it, it aims to help readers to grow theories as they read. And you could almost say that the second half is to read a little bit like a professor, you know, with, with um, literary theories that you can support with evidence. Um, and it's helpful to think about that as, as really a, a quite, teaching readers to have a different kind of relationship to characters. Um, so in the first half of the book, they almost are the characters. Um, and in the second half of the book, it's a more sort of expository relationship to characters where they're looking at characters and thinking, what kind of what kind of person is this? What are the character's traits? Um, what are my theories about the character? What's my evidence for those theories? Um, so all of that work is, is supported in the second book. The third book um, is a book on navigating nonfiction. And uh, it's perhaps, the, it's, it's one of my favorites. It's hard to choose a favorite, favorite book, a little like it's hard to choose a favorite son. Um, but um, at least at this moment, it may, be, it may be my favorite because I think it does such important work um, in the entire field of thinking about nonfiction reading. Um, essentially, I, um, I'm, what, what Kathleen and I try to do in this book is to help readers to um, read nonfiction. And I argue that a lot of times our instruction in nonfiction has been helping readers to generate some, some questions and to sort of open up a nonfiction book, skim and scan it to sort of find um, answers to questions or find cool things. And I think that kind of nonfiction reading is, is really important and has a tremendously um, important place in the world, but that we also need to teach kids to read nonfiction, to, to um, give themselves over to a nonfiction text and to comprehend it, to, to take in what a nonfiction author has said in its entirety, not just sort of um, finding cool spots. You know, the Egyptians didn't wear, uh, the Egyptians when they when they uh, built the pyramids didn't wear underwear or something like that. And ooh, isn't that, isn't that cool? But instead to comprehend the, the main ideas um, that an author's putting forth. Um, so the book on nonfiction um, uh, forwards uh, uh, the, the role of structure um, and suggests that when we're reading nonfiction texts that are organized as expository texts, um, that we need to be able to use the expository structure to help us 
um, to find, to determine importance, to find big ideas, um, to find the specifics that support big ideas. Um, and that when we're reading narrative nonfiction, or nonfiction that's written like a story, as for example biography is, um, that we can actually bring story structure, um, all that we know from reading stories, um, to bear on reading that kind of nonfiction. And we can um, read it in a way where we synthesize the, the whole text um, by bringing that structure to bear on it. Then the fourth book, um, the last of the units of study books, is um, a book on um, reading historic fiction and doing so in book clubs. And um, the kids will think of it as a book on reading historic fiction, and, and you will as well, but the real um, work of this book is that it's teaching you to help kids to tackle more complex texts um, and to read with higher level comprehension. And per, um, in fact, the, this, the main skill work in, in this last book in the series is that of teaching interpretation and critical reading, um, and with it, teaching kids to write about their reading. Um, so um, the historical historic fiction book, um, has, a, has a lot of work to do because it's teaching, it's teaching kids to tackle more complex texts, um, to read with a more literary consciousness, um, to take their skills and ratchet them up even higher, um, to a specifically um, read thinking, what is this text really, really about? Um, and try to figure out what the theme is in a text um, and to be able to talk and to write about that in ways that are really compelling and powerful. All of this is done while the kids are working not with partners, um, which w w is the, the social structure that supports the first three books, but instead in book clubs where four kids are reading uh, shared, shared books. Um, and of course, the, the nonfiction has added power because it also um, brings nonfiction um, in relationship to historic fiction, so that kids are also learning how do you, how do you not only read an, a couple historic fiction books that are set in a particular era, um, and think across and among those books, but also bring in nonfiction texts that relate to those books, so that um, the the other work of this is helping them to to um, int help with intratextuality, with, with looking across books, um, including both fiction and nonfiction texts. Um, so those are the, the, the main um, elements in the Units of Study series. There's also, of course, those of you who know the DVD um, full of resource materials in writing won't be surprised that there's um, resource materials in reading as well. Um, but, but this time we, we really felt, because of, of having listened to teachers and, and their requests, we really felt that we needed to provide extra resources. So we've got a, 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 a whole other book, which is really designed to help teachers tailor their teaching to kids. Um, and this is a book that, that supports teachers in um, developing alternate units of study. Um, the book lays out um, in a slightly more abbreviated form, but still with all the mini lessons there, um, four or five other units, um, and then in yet more abbreviated form, another uh, half dozen units. So that final book um, is one which helps you not just to have many lessons that you can kind of draw on um, in a, in a, as you author in your own curriculum based on your own kids, but also whole units of study that you can draw on um, as you uh, author curriculum uh, in response to your kids and in conversation with your colleagues.